sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean And that is Sean Sides. How you doing, big guy? I'm doing all right, man. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. It's been a fucking long ass time since we recorded. I was thinking about that this morning. Like, I haven't seen his face in weeks. Yeah. We missed a week. And then we fucking recorded in advance because we both had crazy fucking vacations and life coming our way. So on that note, how's your vacations, big guy? I want to ask you about yours first because you're becoming a bit of a fucking traveler. So (laughs) how is Vancouver? I got to be honest. So Gibson's is where we went first. Like, so going there, our flight got delayed by three hours. So that was kind of a bummer. Yeah. We got a really good view of the Edmonton International Airport. <laughs> Maybe not the yeah. most exciting airport, but that you just bob and weave, you know, live life. What do you do? Right. So we originally mm-hmm. were going to get to spend some time in Vancouver that day, but we didn't get to. We had to pretty much rush to get to the ferry at that point to make the last ferry of the night. And so we did, which was nice, got to where we were going. We stayed in a tiny house, which me and Krista were joking. We're going to start a sitcom called Two Large People, One Tiny House. Because <laughs> it's it was an interesting experience navigating. And, like, they had the bed above the kitchen and bathroom area. And you had to, like, climb up a very slender set of stairs in order to get there that was, like, an intense angle. It was a whole fucking thing. Trying to go pee in the middle of the night, you're like, you can't go like on your butt to go down that way you have to go backwards to get down it because the like depths of the step it was interesting you might as well just go outside at that point yeah it was an interesting uh experience that's for sure but no man bc's fucking beautiful i totally get the hype now seeing the ocean going on the trails it was insane like uh crystal's mom and brother live out there so i got to meet her brother for the first time i mentioned that Mm -hmm. uh me and Crystal were thinking of checking out one of the disc golf courses there. And he's like, I'm in. I want to play. I fucking love sports. I fucking love golf. I love playing fucking Frisbee. Let's go play. Come on. Come on. <sighs> like so fucking excited about it. So we ended up going to two different courses that were there. And it was like rainforest, insane, like just beauty. Like the girls all loved it because they got to go on a hike through the woods. And we loved it because it's a fucking fun sport to play. So I wasn't expecting that. You don't want to push your agenda too much when you go on vacation, but then when you bring it up to someone in conversation, <laughs> they're super excited about it. Like, yeah. But no, we got. To... Yeah. I get that. Like, if I'm going to do a thing, I'll like drop like the th- top three things I'd like to do while I'm there. Yeah, for sure. The top three things I'd like to see. And then if I can cross all three of those things off my list, then I'm fucking happy. And like, no, nothing that I would want to do takes more than a fucking afternoon anyway. So. For sure. And like you want to have fun and incorporate everyone. And that's the same thing with me too, where it's like, it's a couple hour event. We can still accomplish mm-hmm. everything else. It was kind of cool. Cause we went during the middle of the week. So everybody had like to work still, but so me and Crystal got our time together during the days to go exploring. And then we got some like, you know, family time in the evenings as well to visit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was super fun. Uh, Highly recommend it. We went on the last day into Vancouver and we rented bicycles and drove all the way around Stanley Park. And uh, that was fun. How many syringes did you find? (laughs) We didn't find any, thankfully. One thing I'll say, though, when you haven't ridden a bicycle in like 15 fucking years, 
holy shit. My legs were jelly afterwards, and everywhere you go, there's a fucking hill. You're like, holy motherfucker. Like, everybody's fit there because there's nonstop hills. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome in that it's, sense. Uh, do you uh, check out Gastown? Uh, yeah, we did, actually. We went down. It was kind of funny because, you know, the steam clock? Yeah. So we went down to that area, and we just decided to go for a walk. But you get a few blocks away from the steam clock, and you're like, oh, my God, it's the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, once you kind of get out of Gastown, it's Gastown's a little bit sketch. Um, but right near Gastown's, like, the Vancouver Film School. We walked out by the front of that, school. yeah. Yeah. So that's where Kevin Smith went to school for like nine months before he dropped out. Oh, then, cool. That's kind of clerks. a cool side fact. I, I made note of it to Crystal when we were walking by. I was like, oh, shit, that's the Vancouver Film School. Like a lot of people come here with hopes and dreams <laughs> to be amazing creators. Mm-hmm. That's kind of funny. I didn't know the Kevin Smith connection. That's cool. Yeah, Kevin Smith actually went there. It's where he met Scott Mosier, his producer, who's Crazy. gone on to do a bunch of other other things. Yeah, they've worked a um, lot together. He, yeah, but he's also kind of done a lot of animated directing, like that recent uh, Grinch movie that was done. Okay. Uh, with Illumination with and Benedict Cumberbatch, that animated one. Right, I didn't see it. That was but... directed by Scott Mo- Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. that. Good uh, for him. And then that Thanksgiving movie with Owen Wilson, I can't remember. Another animated one. But nonetheless, Scott Mosher, like, he did that. And he's, like, Canadian and all that stuff. So he's from the BC area. Nice. And all that. So this, And, like, that conversation in Clerks where they talk about, like, uh, the the contractors working on the Death Star. Yeah. Like that—that's a real conversation that Kevin Smith and yeah, one of his Moser once had. That's yeah, funny. Th- that was like a real conversation that they were having, just at a coffee shop, and like they threw it into the movie. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a good one. It's like the caveman astronaut fucking shit. You know, you just certain are certain discussions like that are really fun to have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so funny. it was. It was. It, it's cool what the like what that kind of school like rep- represents for me like the, my first day in vancouver well when my ex was showing me around she made sure that i saw it nice. because she knows how much kevin smith means to me and all that that's stuff. really funny what a cool so, circle yeah. back to like that to find that out because it's like i said i just happened to be like holy shit that's the place i didn't know who went there with the history though so that's funny i just finished yeah. clerks three actually because i told you i'd started it and i was having a hard time getting to it it was a beautiful movie it was really good once you get back into that world, like I was out of the world, I guess, for a bit. I hadn't watched a Kevin Smith movie in a long ass fucking time. So it was once I got back into the mindset, it, it was a pretty good movie, touching in ways at times and uh, lots of roller coaster rides. It was a fun third act. Yeah, no, it was. A, I, I enjoy I enjoyed it quite a bit. Hmm. Yeah, it's cool. It yeah. was, I guess, made it a little bit more special too, having just been to the con and seeing like the actors some of the actors he worked mm-hmm. with in some of the films where it's like, Oh, it just brought me back into the world, I guess, in the right mindset to watch it. Yeah. So when you were in BC, do you happen to notice that those were the biggest fucking trees you've ever seen in your entire Holy life? Holy fuck. I touched a lot of wood while I was there, dude. Not going to lie. Weird sentence, weird sentence, but all right. <laughs> yeah. It's just cool to touch an ancient tree. Like go put your fucking hand on it for a sec and be like, what's up, dude. You've been alive for a long time. eh? that's cool. <laughs> 
I'm weird in that way, I guess. I, the tree huggers. There's tree huggers. I'm tree hand placer. But no, it was definitely fun. I couldn't believe it. You're more of a, tr- a tree fondler. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you give a good fondle to a tree. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, it's one of the most, like, especially dude. when you're on Vancouver Island. Yeah. Vancouver Island, it's the biggest fucking trees I've ever seen. Like, I know that that Forest Moon and Endor scene was filmed in San Francisco. Right. But it could have easily been done on Vancouver Island with all the fucking trees that's there. Like, the greenery alone is fucking gorgeous for sure there was a lot of stargate filmed there like all the forest scenes were filmed in bc so you see like that aspect of the rainforest that's there and like what surprised me was the diversity too like seeing ferns and palm trees uh like every kind of fucking tree you can imagine and grass and like rubber plants you're like holy motherfucker like there's just so much of an ecosystem there and like breathing the air like in gibson's especially it's a pretty small community so you're just like surrounded by nature the tiny home we stayed on was like on a mushroom farm so it was kind of like tucked Mm -hmm. in the back of all this like crazy shit just sitting there like breathing that air and you're like this is probably the cleanest fucking air i've ever breathed in my entire life we got to see uh uh orca orcas at the tail end of them leaving so we just saw their like fins kind of up in the water which was super fucking cool we just happened to go to a beach we saw people set up with cameras and it was fucking that's awesome neat. that's the one thing i didn't get to see when i was in bc was fucking whales i yeah. always wanted to go whale watching there or, was like, two somewhere. i guess I did, two groups there saw seals and otters yeah same that was cool too we didn't see a bear but we saw raccoons and deer coyote uh like lots of squirrels and shit like that obviously the smaller stuff but it was fucking pretty cool like i gotta say i want to go back and it's not totally out of reach like it's right fucking there you know we made the most out of our trip like we didn't we just went you know i mean we got up early every day and we fucking started our day and just got out of the house and we didn't stop until we got home when i got home i was like I need a vacation. I'm fucking tired. But that's what you got to do. Like, you know, you got to hit it hard and see as much shit as you can and do as much stuff as you can. The restaurants there were fucking awesome. All the little cafes and coffee shops we stopped at. Fucking sweet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's it's, it's, it's a different part of Canada. That's for sure. Yeah. But, um, but I gotta tell you, it like, it's a there's a there's a weird kind of people there like i found uh um like i found well at least in vancouver vancouver island i think is a lot more chill but vancouver the city it's very hipstery and obnoxious not obnoxious but like rude yeah that's hard snobby like i didn't i went to like wasn't spent most of my time not in vancouver so i didn't experience that and also we got like amazing weather so it like you've told me lots about, it. I fucking hate there the rain and shit. Like it, would, I could see that part of it being sucky. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I get the people thing too because I've lived in Alberta my whole life. There's been I've mm-hmm. met a lot of people from BC. Some good, some bad. You know, like you have from everywhere. I had a pretty good experience mm-hmm. there, but I in a big city like that, it, it is a fucking big city, and there's a lot of traffic, and there's a lot of like. I get why people might be a little bit cold there in ways. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a, it's just like a different way. I, to me, cause you, you need to be really well off to live there. And if yeah. you're not, you have like nine fucking roommates. Yeah. So like, 
everyone either has money, came from money, or something like that. It's a, it's a weird, it's a weird vibe. I find like I don't, and I don't find that the blue collar guys like you and I are. We're we're very much looked down on. I I I think that was yeah. my vibe when I got there. Now, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Whatever. Like, yeah, we're not making sweeping, was, truthful, like hundred percent statements here. We're just speaking on our own experiences as we always do. But yeah, I get what I mean. you're saying for sure. You've been around a lot of cities you, too, and the vibes that you fall into sometimes, like an area or a vibe. Yeah. I do like like some of the stuff in Vancouver, the architecture, like just it's fucking breathtaking there. But, yeah, they have that triangle building there that kind of reminds me of Times Square. Very um, skinny, I, but like that's a cool ass building. Yeah, we did see that as well. Yeah, it was a fucking yeah, cool did ass. You go trip. to? Did you go to Gringos? No, we were like uh, turning around seventeen you, times trying to. I couldn't remember the name of it to be honest, Tom. I'd written it down in my book here at home. And we were so close to it. Really? We we were like turning around in circles. There's so many fucking restaurants in Vancouver. And I like we both got hangry and we're like, why the fuck should we eat? And I, it just hit me. I was like, let's get Thai food. We're in fucking Vancouver. Let's go eat some Thai food. I bet it'll, it might be good. Let's go try it out. There's like a big center for people there, right? So Yeah. Okay. We went for Asian food. It was fucking good as shit. Yeah. It was nice. Something. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, it was fun. But I'll be back. I'm not done with that place. That's for sure. It's so close and affordable to go there, like for us. So we got a good deal on the tiny home too. There's a trick that you do with Airbnbs where you book your Airbnb, but then leading up to the day, you phone other Airbnbs in the area or contact them and be like, hey, we're staying in this area anyways. I notice you haven't rented out your place. This is what we're paying for ours. Would you mind if we paid you to stay the same amount to stay in your place instead? And that's how we got this place. They were like, yeah, for sure. We haven't rented it, so we got a wicked fucking deal on it. And uh, So what you're telling me is that you promised someone business. Yeah, exactly. And There's no loyalty in business. If you have loyalty in business, you, you're a fool in this world. You, you, you well, Things happen someone. all the time. Oh, fucking rights. Ro- yeah, because they're robbing you already, income. and that's what's fun about it. The prices that they charge for those fucking places, they're robbing you already. So there's no loyalty in business. Yeah, you got to be cutthroat, no, pal. I'm, I'm sure that they they didn't need that income at all. Exactly. Yeah. And if they did, well, they should have charged a better fucking price. But yeah, it's a great deal. You should check that out if you ever you're going places yeah. on Airbnbs. You can get like a place with a pool or a place with a hot tub instead of a smaller place because they're like, fuck yeah. And a fun fact too, Airbnbs. The woman was telling us they take fifty dollars on the hundred for their charges. I was like, holy motherfucker. So we actually did this woman who had a farm, a really good solid. She doubled her profit because she didn't have to pay the fees that they have to pay. I had no idea it was that fucking high. Like, how stupid is that? All they do is help you book the place and they get half the money. Like, what the fuck? That's a dirty scam. Yeah. Yeah. And then imagine someone's stoked to have a guest stay there and then they're like, we're going to make some money this weekend, honey. <laughs> That's then, what's great boom, about sucking it away. The vultures have their teeth in. It's like a vampire who goes to bite you, and then they realize that you're already, you've are already you already been bitten, and they can't suck your blood. They're like, oh, what the fuck? I was going to vulture you and suck the life out of you, but I can't. Uh... Yeah, that would suck. You're right. Yeah. It would suck to be a vampire. It's... I Literally. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> 
So what else you been up to? You went. Well, let's talk about your trips now. You good? Yeah. Um, Where should well, we it start? Wasn't as exotic. I guess at the beginning. Um, That's okay. I guess so. So, the original plan for our trip was supposed to be Germany for, uh, Germany for Oktoberfest. Right. Uh, oh yeah, I remember Munich. you saying that. But um, once we saw what hotel prices were like during Oktoberfest, Hillary and I were like gigantic fuck that yeah i can imagine plus plus the canadian dollar against the euro abysmal Mm -hmm. abysmal i like how you started with that fact just because you were just like how dare you rob those hotel prospectors of their money and then you literally rob those hotel prospectors of their money no i didn't rob them i didn't (laughs) promise them my money or anything i didn't book shit you made an agreement and then fucking backhanded people. I just like how you started with there. You're like, I'm not paying these outrageous rates after I just told you how to get a decent deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Anyway, and sorry, I, but but I, I don't make the fucking deal beforehand. You know what I mean? You go ahead and go like, yes, sir. Here's a deposit. I'm here. Don't worry. We'll be there. And how then you go, works, yoink, sure. we're not fucking going. That's right. I just went. Oh, look at these prices. I'm not fucking going. <laughs> yeah. So I we agree. were looking Same at. For sure. Continue. So my, my buddy Q was over for dinner with his girlfriend. And when we were talking and like uh, he sold us on Bangkok, like how like affordable it is mm-hmm. and how like great of a city it is and all that stuff. Very fucking humid. I think I fucking sweat from the moment I woke up to the, <laughs> the, the moment I went to bed. Like, I don't think it ever stopped. Like we had the air, like air conditioning is everywhere, and That's thank nice. God for that. But holy fuck, is it hot there? Well, was it like, like so plus what, 40 the, room, the whole time, or what? I didn't look at temperature, but it was fucking like it, they'd say like twenty, but feels like thirty eight or some shit. That's funny. Yeah. So what we did is we ended up flying through Munich to go to Bangkok. Mm-hmm. So our layover was like 14 hours. So instead of spending the whole trip in Munich doing Oktoberfest, we got to experience a fucking day of it. Nice. So just because of the we layover? Went in just because of the layover. Nice. We had 14 hours. In, like We had like 19 hour layover, but like if you take away... like That's fucking brutal, though. And, I guess it's no, good but if we there's something had, to do, but Jesus Christ, that's a long layover. We, we got there at seven in the morning. Took the train into the city. Got uh, got some breakfast. Putzed around. Found this great fucking tab beer hall where apparently Hitler gave a big speech, and it was like I can't remember what it's called, but it's like the HB or I don't even speak German, so I'm not even going to venture a fucking guess. But yeah. if I had to hold on, let me see if I can look it up right now. But like it, it was this awesome spot. We got these leader steins, drank like uh, I drank like three of them. There was this Italian couple that sat beside us that didn't speak a word of English, so we're using uh, Google um, Google Translate to communicate with them. And so, like, can we sit here? And then I wrote in the Google Translate, "Only if you drink the leader steins." And then, like, we were conversing with them a little bit here and there. They were very nice people, and they brought their whole family. It was called the now forgive 
forgive my lack of German accent here, but the Hof Brohaus. Hmm. That's where it was. And we got these big fucking beers. We got a pig's knuckle. They had the oompop-pop band. Everyone was in, like, their later hosen and all this stuff, having a fucking time. Earlier in the day, we booked a walking tour of Munich. Had we not done... Had we not booked that? Yeah. We would have just fucking stayed there for the fucking day until it was time to go back on an airplane. That place place was fucking popping. Just drinking beers, having, like... Right in your element, for sure. You like a good pub. It was just a... It was a great fucking time, and there's nothing like everywhere. There wasn't like a table for two. Everything was just <clears throat> a table for eight, and anyone could sit anywhere. Like, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like when we sat with the these Italian people, like yeah, no, they just sat with us, and that was like it was fucking dope. Oh, I loved it. It was very, uh, very inclusive. I yeah. loved it. And so we're drinking beers and all that stuff. Hillary found some nice, uh, uh, some nice. Uh, uh, souvenirs for her family and all that nice. and we did the walking tour learned some shit about munich that was really neat and then we flew to bangkok that night which was we 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 flew lufthansa and i got that flight was fucking brutal on the way to munich so we get on the plane and hillary and i are like in the middle in the middle section of the aircraft yeah. in the middle seats yeah fucking brutal fucking seats then all of a sudden my phone goes off. Your seat has changed. And then my other, then my other, I get another message. The other seat has changed. Hillary and I get upgraded to first fucking class. Oh, nice. So we got to sit in pods from Toronto to Munich. That must have the been whole nice. way there. How long of a flight is oh, that? It's like 10 hours. That must have been a life changer. Dude, it was unbelievable. We got. Like the 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 seats recline all the way into like a bed. There's a massage option on the seat. Jesus seats. Christ, that's like insane! Free drinks, the free drinks the whole way through. Like if you need anything, like it is the height of fucking luxury. That's cool. Like it is. Have you done that incredible. before? A few times. Yeah, but it's like never, never on like a long flight. Most of my flights have always been like to Canada. That's nice. Sure. They had mercy on you <laughs> to give yeah. you an upgrade like and that. Like, yeah, because like there was people on on the ends of us, and Hillary and I would have been in the middle. Fuck. And like I'm not, I'm not a fucking small guy. Like I would yeah. have been just like this. The whole that would be awful. Time. Yeah. And, and then like we get there, and then we get upgraded, and I'm just like, fuck yes, we got it. Yeah. Then, that's uh, it. And then we, then we flew all the way there. Then. Um, then we like we didn't have that treatment on Lufthansa, unfortunately. But we we made it. The whole point was fucking making it. So that flight was a little bit rougher, and especially like once you have a taste of first class, it's really hard to go back to any. Other yeah, I can't either. imagine. Yeah. So, but we got there. We met up with my friends Q and Michiko. They joined us on the trip. Uh, we got like so their Uber is called Grab. Yeah. Ordered a Grab. Took the forty-five minute ride into where we were staying in Bangkok. Now, here's the hilarious thing: our hotel was like, I think by like my standard, I guess it was like a four-star hotel. Yeah, had a pool. It was clean. Had good air conditioning. Uh, the beds were comfortable. I call that four stars. Mm-hmm. Anything more luxurious would have been five. But like a four, like a great four-star hotel. The amount we spent in Germany. For the day, 
cost more than the hotel cost for the week we were there. Yeah, it's very cheap there. It's incredibly cheap. Our dollars, what, 40 to one or 35 to one? Um, it's like, it's like dollar meals, right? Including drinks and shit from what everyone who's, I know a lot of people who've been to Thailand. I want to go. It sounds fucking sweet. How is the food? Yeah. The food was unbelievable. What'd you eat? Food was fucking great. What's your favorite Um, dish that you had? Would you say? We had this like egg wrap pad thai that was really good yum do you um, like thai curry do you eat a lot of thai curry yeah i had thai curry on I the fucking last day love thai curry i would like there's so many different kinds too it's so fucking good i love that shit mm. um but we tried mostly like it was mostly like just like street food that we ended up eating so like a lot of crispy pork a lot of like chicken skewers a lot of like huh that some tom yum soup like we, there wasn't like a lot of time spent at restaurants. Yeah, and then we would like go and check out like the city. And so, another option on Grab, if you want to make your trip as cheap as possible, is you sit on the you, instead of like booking a car because traffic in Bangkok is in fucking insane. It's absolutely insane. Yeah. So what you do is you order a bike or a, a, a yeah. motorized scooter is what it's actually. That makes so sense. I was just. I was sitting on the back of a fucking scooter. We're weaving through fucking traffic and just getting around. And that would be like $4. Nice. Just to get to where you were going. We saw we saw a bunch of like big important shit in Thailand. We saw the palace. We saw uh, the reclining Buddha. We it's saw... not like a huge place either, right? So you can kind of like get around and do a bunch of stuff like that yeah. too, right? Yeah, we saw that building where Ken Jong gets arrested in uh the hangover two. Hmm. Like there was a whole bunch of shit we saw. It was fucking dope. Nice. And then um and then one day we're going to this big party street in Thailand. We all take our separate scooters. I'm driving by and I see like there's a fucking moped accident like a scooter accident. Yeah. And I'm scouring. I'm like the fucking one of the people because I was the last to leave uh, what was one I think there was the third to leave I'm hoping like None of the fucking people I'm with, sh- uh, I'm looking for them. Don't see anybody. That's good. And I, I, I get to my destination, and uh, I see my buddy's girlfriend, Michiko. I meet her. And I'm like, do you not see Hillary? No, I haven't seen her. So I, I got like, um, you can get these like phone plans and stuff. I'll, I'll, I'll get into that later. But I got like a, paid for this Thailand phone plan uh, while I was away. And I called up Hillary. I'm like, where are you? She's like, it was in an accident. I just, like, she was panicking. Oh, but my friend Q saw her. She was the one in that fucking accident. Yeah, I love it. You I didn't see her. By. I go, like, guy. <laughs> well, I didn't fucking see her. I go, where were you? She's like, I, I got so frustrated. I walked, like, she literally told me that she would, couldn't be seen because she walked off from the fucking accident. Because <laughs> it was, she was just in, so infuriated with what was happening. And like, the, the Thai police were, uh, were uh, so adamant that she goes to the hospital, but she's a fucking nurse. All she had was like a scraped knee. She like she had the wherewithal to jump off and all this shit. My buddy Q, she calls Q because she she didn't know that I got the phone plan because I had I had just re-upped it that day, right? And she didn't know I had the phone plan, so she didn't call me first. She called Q because she knew he had the phone. Calls him, 
and it was like, "Q, this is what's going on." And then all 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 she hears on the phone is like, "That's my friend. That's my friend." And then fucking they pull up all this uh and then they uh use like the the translate through the grab app that we have that so we can communicate with our driver. And then uh they communicate that Hillary's a nurse, she's fine, she's not going to a fucking hospital. And then they like walk off and meet us. And, and we proceed to have like a great night. But like that was like that's funny. fucking brutal for it. Yeah, yeah, what a crazy and little then, instance for sure. Lucky that no one was yeah. hurt. Yeah, and then on the way back, uh, we flew from so I hit a bunch of fucking countries up. Uh that's cool. I don't know if you if you view it counts if it's just the airport. But, I think I it does. Know. If you've been I, I, in the city, right? You've still seen their airport. I think it counts for mm-hmm. something. Okay, so we flew to Abu Dhabi. Cool. Then to Copenhagen. Did you get a good view out the window, we... like flying over Abu Dhabi? That'd be cool to fucking see. Yeah. I mean, it was like night, like late at night. So oh. it wasn't like the best view. Fair enough. Better like than nothing, two, I guess. It was like a 2 a.m flight Hmm. but it was like fucking empty so hillary and i both got like our rows to ourselves and just like had a little nap on the way to copenhagen and when we went to copenhagen and i'll say this about the people of denmark nicest fucking people i've ever been to yeah like we went through the uh the border security and then they were just like hi welcome to denmark what do you do what what brings you here oh we're just flying through on our way back to Canada. oh awesome uncle john loves it they go there all the time honestly nicest fuck I want to go visit Denmark just because the people are fucking swell. Yeah, he loves it there, just, and the lifestyle, and he's like everybody. Nobody eats at home. Everybody eats in restaurants. As he he fucking loves that that region. Yeah, so the, the, that was super nice. And then Hillary and I get first class on the way back from Copenhagen to Toronto. Nice. Um, and then. Then we get to Toronto, and then that's, like, where all the fucking nightmares happen. Like, all the fucking flights are starting to get booked, and we're not getting on anything. So I arrange it. So, like, okay, fuck this. We're just going to go to Montreal. Go to Montreal. Stay at my mom's for the night. Fly back to Halifax the next day. And we get back, and it's no big deal. But it was, like, it was pretty difficult to get back. That's next, Yeah, next day, I go to work. Uh, no, the next day I have off. The following day I go to work, and then I go to, uh, uh, and then I leave for Denver. So we fly Halifax, Toronto, Toronto to Denver, and you know how I was talking about the how the Copenhagen border people are fucking so nice. Yeah, yeah, the fucking U.S. border are fucking dicks. Yeah. <laughs> so like, That's funny. So we're so we're like we're like trying to make our flight. Like our flight was delayed by like uh like 40 minutes or something to just make our connection time that much fucking tighter we go through all these security checks and then we have to go through the customs and then we the, the lady that's running the customs line goes are you two traveling together me and my buddy tyson we go yep okay go to that one and then uh the border security goes what's your relationship i'm like we're friends he goes why are you coming to me together and i'm like she told us to yeah but next time you do what i say i'm like well why aren't you at the front at the front of the line telling us what to do like you can't mouth off to him no because what he's saying to you is fucking stupid for sure 
and then because he's border, he wants to fucking big fucking dick swing all all on you. Because, like, we're going to your country, fucking America. That's funny. Like, what the, where the fuck do you get off, buddy? <laughs> like, it's fucking stupid. I had the opposite like, when I, we went into the States. The guy was so fucking nice. But I get where some people are just like that, right? You just can't win. Yeah. He was so fucking, but just the audacity. Like, you think we would have gone to you together if we received other information? You, you should have turned it around on him and be like, hey, you know what? You've outed us. We do suck each other's dicks. Now you made this awkward. You're <laughs> I made impo- that joke. Yeah, you're imposing on my fucking rights. You totally should have fucking ran that line because that like fuck I'm, you. Pal, I made you don't that get joke. To define our relationship. That's what I you wanted to go. <laughs> I told Tyson. I go next time we're fucking lovers. Oh yeah, that's what it is. Just throw and it in his face. Time- just be like, how dare you? We haven't defined our relationship yet, and like fucking blow up at him. Be like, fuck you, pal. Because then it's like I need to talk to your supervisor, and then he's the idiot with the red face going. Yeah. Oh, I didn't and mean it, to. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Like, but fuck me, oh, right? Yeah, and I was tired and cranky, and I just wanted to get because like I worked that morning, so I was already fucking beat. Yeah, and I just wanted to get to where we were going, and so we go through that whole process. We make the flight. By minutes. Yeah. Minutes. But we made it. And then because of an electrical storm, this, like, really simple 45-minute flight turned into two hours and 45 minutes to avoid to avoid lightning. Brutal. Now, a lot of people will complain about that kind of shit because they don't understand how the aviation industry works. I loved not being hit by fucking lightning and i'm really glad we got there safely yeah it makes sense yeah like when i when i was in line in toronto trying to get us uh on the montreal flight there was these old guys in front of me complaining because their flight got canceled because of a mechanical issue Mm -hmm. now if i'm the one flying yes is it inconvenient absolutely but I would much rather fly on the thing that is certified safe than something with so you a fucking. Know that for a fact, because you work in like the airport, obviously, is when they say yeah. that is that legit? There is a mechanical issue, or is it's one hundred percent legit? Okay, it's not just a bullshit. Fuck, we had a mechanical. No, when in reality they didn't even no. have a fucking plane there for that flight in, at all. Like, so you're saying it's legit no, when no, they no. say that. Like it's like if they say something's mechanical, it's because there's something legitimately wrong with the fucking plane. Fair enough. Air Canada doesn't make any fucking money if a plane's not in the air. Yeah, fair it, enough. When a plane goes mechanical, it costs so much fucking money. Like it, it's ridiculous. And then they have the audacity of like, I don't understand how they just don't have a backup plane ready. They're fucking airplanes, man. They're like so many million dollars a pop. You think? We have just like one or two at every airport that just aren't flying in case of I this shit. I just want to clarify. No, something. we have just enough. I just want to clarify something quickly here. Um, you're not being paid to say this, are you? No, not at all. I'm just <laughs> trying to give people a fucking reality check. Yeah, that's funny. No, like, it's like, like anybody who bitches I, about anything, really, when it's not like the person's fault. You're just like, 
dude like but they do have compensations for that too if your flight gets canceled you can apply for bursaries and it sucks it's inconvenient i would like i understand being upset just because you know how people are they get set in their path of ideas and it it, it hurts you don't understand why you know so i get why people are frustrated but i also understand your point too don't shit on the clerk that's working the fucking the till it's not their fault but there's no one to shit on yeah there's no one to shit on it like like there's no one that deserves to be when i yell at somebody yell at the fucking airplane that we got broke or the mechanic basically because you didn't no you can't even yell at the mechanic because that guy's fucking fixing it yeah like try tempting yeah like airplanes mechanics go to planes every flight well, yeah, of course. Like it's a fact. Like, no, no, no. What I'm telling you, like right so. now, just in my experience, <laughs> that's good. Like, mecha- like mechanics go to planes every flight. So when a plane lands, I do a walk around to make sure that there's no obvious damage. Mechanics go up. They go check all the computer network and all that stuff to make sure that there's no like alarms ticking off or anything like that. They do their own other more specific walk around to make sure that there's no obvious damage. Check the tire pressure or anything like that. If like the tires are deemed unsafe they have to change the tires and to change a tire on an aircraft that takes upwards to like two hours or anything like that plane's still flyable but you have to change the fucking tires yeah of course so so you'll take a delay there or anything like that but that's not like again i say to you like what would you rather do do you rather get there safely or you rather get there with a fucking like yeah no any shit. fucking risk with like with any like i don't fuck with airplanes no like that's a that's a kill it's a kill it's immediate kill (laughs) yeah like god damn it man especially if you're flying landlocked because like it's not just the people on the plane who are gonna die like god forbid a plane goes down in like a small town big city like anything populated like yeah you get lucky sometimes and you try and aim in like farmland or some shit like that's like a the best case scenario for a fucking emergency landing yeah, but it's like, not a good situation. Yeah, I'm sorry. I went on this gigantic fucking rant. No, it was a good rant, and I think fucking... people need to hear that sometimes. Because, like myself, I'm I'm a new traveler. You know what I mean? Like I've taken six airplanes or something in my life now, so it's nice to hear these things. Because you do you expect conspiracy theorism. You know what I mean? Like there there is no plane. There was never a plane. They just booked it. You know, I, I don't know, right? So you're putting that mind rest mind to rest a little no. bit of like no if they if there is a problem there really fucking is a problem it's a good rant i support this rant fully yeah. thank you yeah. for that information sir it was very informative no problem okay so anyway, oh, bert kreshner you made it to fucking colorado tell me we the made story. It, we made it to colorado uh landed like 10 o'clock at night shows the next day so like you know you've been traveling for a little while you're fucking hungry there was like a mcdonald's at the airport but my buddy are like well let's just like find something in town like something's got to be open and it's 10 o'clock at night on a tuesday any other big city like something's fucking open <laughs> to at least midnight so it turns out denver is the city that sleeps yeah it's 1991 there don't it, forget right it was fucking dead <laughs> just absolutely dead That's like funny. nothing was open i experienced that in the sunshine coast but it's a small town so you expect that denver colorado is like you don't you wouldn't expect that it's a pretty big city man if you really think city. about it like yeah you got a you know you got a football stadium you got a hockey arena you got a basketball team that plays at the hockey arena yeah. as well like and and then you got what else do they have it's um, a big deal it's a big it's a pretty big beautiful fucking city is it I will yeah. say this. they're it's in the rockies too thing. aren't they there or no 
Uh, the Rockies are just outside. But you can see, like... You, you can kind of see them, like but... Like a Calgary-esque? They're, they're for, like, like, they're way in the fucking distance. Okay, fair enough. Any, anyway, uh, so we ended up going straight to the hotel. Now, here's a travel tip for you. If you have a choice between a cheap hotel outside the city or a little bit more expensive one in the city, take the one that's in the city. Yeah. Because otherwise, you're spending all your fucking money on fucking Ubers and shit. Yeah, that's good advice for sure. My buddy Tyson, God fucking bless him. I planned, like, I got the tickets to the show. I, like, I planned everything else. I just, I was away in Bangkok. I asked him to just book book the hotel. That's funny. We stayed in Wheat Ridge, Colorado. <laughs> and like he said, like, well, it was close to the closer to the venue. I'm like, Tyson, that didn't fucking matter. We paid for a shuttle service from Denver. Oh, brutal. <laughs> like, like, dude. That's funny. So like every day we're spending like 25 bucks American. Every time you just look over at him like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> well, it was just like, it was like. Like it and ends he up wanted costing me way fucking more. Yeah, I get that. It ends up costing you way fucking more in the long run. Like this is money you could be spending on like other stuff. Yeah, right. And it's whatever. So there was like a Taco Bell across from where we were staying. We walked through the drive-through, got some fucking uh, Crunch Wrap Supremes, crushed those. Go to bed. Next day we go to Denny's, have a good breakfast. Go to Target, check it out. Whatever. Come back. Make our way into town. Because, again, we have to fucking Uber there. Now, we have some time to kill because the 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 shuttle doesn't leave until, like, 6. But the check-in's at, like, 4.30. Yeah. So, we go. We putz around the city and all that stuff. We, like, we honestly, we walked around, like, the, probably the whole city. We nice. found this. But we walked by the baseball diamond. I got... Uh, I got a hat. Uh, checked out a few bars. We went to refresh this, my memory. Uh, What's the team? The Colorado Rockies. Rockies, right, right, right. I'm sorry. Um, and then we uh, then we checked out this arcade bar. Oh, fucking awesome! All these classic arcades. It's called Level Up. Uh, played like they had Mario Kart, but then they had old like the old games like Galaga and like. I'm not sure if you like that two person shooter with like the fucking demons and you're trying to save like it, I don't know all these classics like, haunted I get it. dead yeah yeah I'd probably Classic recognize games. them all if I saw them <laughs> yeah oh, a fucking lineup of pinball machines like just and we just had a time so we killed some time there beers like it was two dollars now I don't drink Coors Light. But it was happy hour, and every pint of Coors Light cost two bucks. What do you do? Yeah, I'm the same way. If yeah, what, you can't turn down, I'd a break a deal. fucking, I'd break a fucking fiver for that any fucking time. Hell yeah, yeah. So we got a whole bunch of Coors Light, playing a bunch of video games, then uh, then we start making our way to the show or, or where we check in, get a bite to eat, hop on the hop on the bus, and we start like shooting the shit with the people that were, you know. When's the last time you saw Bird? Oh, I saw him. I got to meet him once. So this, uh, he's great. Like, like everyone's like shooting the shit, telling their stories. Now, like we spent like three hundred Canadian each 
and that includes the ticket and the shuttle service. Yeah. It's pretty fucking decent. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Now, they spent, like the people we were talking to, for like similar seats that we got, like 800 bucks American. Like, I have no idea where she bought her fucking tickets, but someone fucking... It could have been like a present thing, too. You know what I mean? Like, if someone got the tickets for someone else and they were expecting it to be an equal value amount to something else they got taken to. You know what I mean? You find yourself in a matrix all of a sudden where you're like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. But you're outing the person who didn't pay as much as they're claiming to have paid for it. It could be. That's my only thought. Yeah, my my thought would be that she just bought them on a secondhand ticket. I guess, yeah. Usually that's cheaper, though. Like, if you do StubHub no. instead of actual Ticketmaster, a lot like Oilers, I, I guess it all depends on what it is and the availability of the tickets. It, it, it all depends on when when the show is. That's right, yeah. Like, if, it, if you buy them in advance, you can, you'll pay a top-tier price. Yeah, fair enough. Like, when I sold my Canada versus Germany tickets... I made about 800 bucks. Jesus, that's harsh. Yeah. Those poor children. But, yep. But th- two people got to go to the hockey game. Nice. I'm not upset about it. Yeah. What do you do? I would do the same thing. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, anyway. Playoff tickets, right? So, we get so we get there. We finally get to Red Rocks. And I got to tell you, Sean, fucking breathtaking yeah is it i saw did you post pictures i I saw a picture of it online yeah yeah that was i I post pictures of it there's like there's 10 of them and one of them's like a just a little video of like the whole fucking venue um it's in the middle of like the like i don't know how they made this venue yeah that it makes zero fucking sense to me but it's fucking gorgeous a and all this so they have this DJ out there, Cypher Sounds, and the they had the Burt mascot going out in the crowd and all that. Yeah, all the fucking men were taking their fucking shirts off. The bells I was and the on the fucking of bridge. Course. Yeah, yeah. I got on the big screen with my fucking shirt off and all that. Like whatever. Like you just you fucking lean into it, right? You have a fucking time. Yeah, why not? And then, uh, and then Cypher Sounds also does some stand up as well, and he did a really good job. Uh. Dan Soder came out, fucking killed it. So he had about fifteen, I think, maybe twenty. It felt it felt quick. But how was like, I gotta ask? Told- how was the venue? Because I've heard that out, like from comedians' perspectives, outdoor um, venues can be a little bit tougher to perform at because of the way like you bounce off the crowd and stuff like that. Was it intimate enough where it was still like really a good fucking show? I thought it was an amazing show. Yeah. However, I was in the fourth row. Okay, yeah, that's fair enough. You're right in there. I'm right fucking there. Like, I could have, like, thrown something at Bert. Had like, you seen this material before, or was it new material to you? No, all, all, new, all new material. Sweet, that's nice, too. And some of it was just him, like, having fun on stage. Yeah, like, I think Bert was on for, like, an hour, hour and a half. Just, nice. Like, because it was, like, his show. It wasn't, like, you know, like, part of, like, it was just, like, I booked this. This is just for My me. Name. I wanted to see if, like, yeah. yeah. And, he, and then he brought Big J Okerson with him, who was really fucking funny. Everyone was, there was not a single disappointment on that show. Nice. And then we walk out, and then there was, like, mobile, mobile, mobile Chick-fil-A. So we got a chicken sandwich on the way out and a bottle of water. Nice. <laughs> the, 
Pretty good. I understand the fucking hype about the Chick Fil A chicken sandwich. Yeah, they're pretty good. Regardless of their yeah, regardless of their fucking stances politically, they know their way around fucking chicken. Is there controversy with them? I don't. I'm unfamiliar. Yeah, yeah. They're like they don't. They're very Catholic. They don't uh, open on Sundays, and and uh, they're very anti homosexuals. Fair enough. Um. Long as they make so, a yeah, good chicken so, sandwich, that's good. <laughs> Nothing listen, like a good chicken sandwich. Was it a crunchy, yeah. crispy chicken sandwich, or was it a? Yes, it was. Nice, nice. Yeah, and it was good. It was just, it was good. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. Like, could I live the rest of my life without it? Yeah, probably. Fair but enough. like, it was good. I mean, it was a good fucking chicken. Like, yeah. I've never had a bad chicken sandwich. To be honest with you, you get the hype. Yeah. It's not like yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah, so fuck, anyway. You shouldn't be able to fuck up a chicken sandwich. I did actually have a bad chicken sandwich recently, and it was because yeah, you, they fucking deep fried the chicken in the same vat of oil that they deep fried their fish in. So the fucking chicken yeah, you sandwich, were talking about it yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, that's the only bad one. But other than that, I mean, it wasn't fucking terrible. Yeah. So, and then coming back, we had like the same issues. So we got we got to Denver, Denver to Toronto, no problem. Again, going through like U.S. fucking airports is a fucking. It's a fucking thing. Yeah. Like, my no shoes, no belts. You, you like just like all of this shit. Like if you even think about having any kind of metal on you, I swear to fuck, I will end you. Oh, for sure. Like it is the TSA there. It is like it's fucking bad. I like, can it's imagine. Just, yeah, when you, like, you live the, the life, I just think that that's normal. I put my hands up and start walking. <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, it, it's fucking wild. Yeah, how how things go. But uh, coming back, no problem. I was telling Tyson like it looks fucking tight going to Toronto. We might as well just fly to Montreal. It's an earlier flight, but we should just do that. He goes like, No, no, I think we're gonna be fine and all that stuff. So we get to Toronto to end up flying to fucking Montreal because who wants to listen to the fucking voice of reason? So we end up flying Toronto, Montreal, Montreal, the Halifax, and then we get back. But it was like, you know, a lot of fucking tight flying and all this shit. All in all, great fucking trip. Nice. That's awesome, dude. It's cool when yeah, you get to go so see like, something like that, I'm sure. Especially, like, the way you impromptu. We're like, fuck it, let's do it. Let's fuck. I know I'm getting back from this other trip. Let's fucking go anyways. It's good for you yeah. for living life. Like, we were talking all summer about leading up to these moments that, you know, it was going to be awesome. And it's cool when you get yeah. to fucking experience shit like that. So, like, six countries in, like, a week period. Sweet. Yeah, it's pretty fucking tight. Yeah, that's a cool... Uh, Cool thing, though, for sure, I bet. Yeah, but your trip to Vancouver sound fun. It was fucking awesome, yeah. For me, it's like, you travel all the time, so it's no big deal to you. It's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. You know, another day in the week of Tom. Yeah. But... yeah. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Thailand must have been fun. Yeah. That'd be fun to see. Yeah. I, I do I do got bad news, though. Oh, no. Yeah. So the trip to Edmonton is canceled. Oh, no. Why? Because the Bruce Springsteen concert is postponed. Oh, fuck. I didn't even know that. That sucks. Yeah, he ended up getting sick. And, in, like, sick enough that he can't perform, but not sick enough that we should worry about if he'll live or die. That's You know good. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 
crazy. So the show got postponed by a year, and because of all the fucking spending that happened in October, you're fine. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm okay with not going anywhere that week. I get and plus that. at the end of November. Plus at the end of November, I'm going to Chicago. Nice. So I'm just gonna take that week of vacation as a staycation and just shut down for a bit. Because like, yeah, I've had some vacation time. But there was zero fucking like days off. Yeah, because sure. much like you, we got up at the crack of like crack of dawn, had breakfast, and we were fucking out there. Yeah, you got to get the most out of these vacations, right? You don't pay for them for nothing. Yeah, yeah. But we got like Thai massages every day. Yeah, and I want to tell you this: Thai massage might as well take a fucking bamboo stick to my fucking back because that's like essentially like it's good. You feel great like right after, but in the moment, they're doing like. Like, I had these tiny women, like, walking on my back, giving me all of their fucking elbow and all this stuff. Like, it was, like, there's certain, like, pressure points. You're like, I'll tell you whatever you want to fucking know. Just, I'll tell you oh, really? everything. That's Just fucking, like, like, I'll hand you my credit card. Just fucking leave me alone. <laughs> That's funny. But, like. Have you yeah, been for a then lot I of found massages? Out of... Like, do you use your benefits? Do you get massages? No, I really should, but I don't. Okay, yeah. Just... And, like, I feel like that's, like, everyone in the world. Everyone yeah. has, like, these People are getting better at it, I just... think, because it is, like, self-care. When you go, you're like, oh, yeah, I didn't realize I was hurting. Now I feel fucking normal again. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Um, But, um, yeah, so when we... uh, So we did all the massages, but they had these other ones, like, these... Like foot massages as well. So pedicure. Hillary, Michiko, and Q. No, no, I didn't get a pedicure. I was I was actually going to. Yeah. But I went for a haircut first. Yeah. I went for a haircut first. And then I met up with them and then I was like, I'll get a pedicure and all that stuff. Like the full fucking treatment. And then they're like, We're gonna close soon. I was like, ah, don't worry about that. Yeah, what do you do, right? Yeah. But I got like foot massages every other fucking day. And that is we're big guys. We walk had... on these fucking bad boys a lot. When you actually get some fucking tender love and care to them, you're like, holy motherfucker, that feels good. <laughs> yeah. Like, it just, it was the best. That's it was funny. just the height. You're sitting in like a recliner chair, feet up, relaxing music in the air, and then like you're getting a foot massage. Like, tell me a better way to relax. Yeah. No shit, eh? That's funny. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was fucking awesome. The food was good. We wanted to see elephants. But, like, the fucking, so, like, we weren't, like, Bangkok isn't close to any of the sanctuaries. So, what you would have to do is, like, they had a package. And, like, if it was that price that they said it was, awesome, we would have signed up. But then they're like, but then the the fee for getting a ride there is this much each. And we're like, that's fucking highway robbery. And yeah. then, like, that they just know that taken too, right? for you get your hopes up. You're yeah. like, oh, it's gonna be awesome. And you're like, oh, yeah, extra charge, extra charge, extra charge. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah, so we didn't end up, so we didn't end up doing that. That was like my big disappointment. Is I really wanted to see some fucking elephants. Yeah, whatever. But uh, I might try again to go to Thailand in February. For that my good? Birthday. Yeah, doubling back already. Yeah, like, like it's. And there's so many islands to check out and stuff. So, mm-hmm. and like, makes like once you're there, like, like 500 bucks goes so fucking far there, man. Yeah, I can imagine. It's on my list for sure of places to go. Just it, like, I know people who plan on retiring there. 
because it's just the cost of it all. You sell your house here times that by 30 and that's what you fucking have to take there. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking, it's, I guess I didn't tell you about Iron Maiden. That was a fucking sick show again. Seeing them for the third time. It was fucking awesome, dude. They were, uh, Bruce Dickinson never disappoints. I'll say this though. Like you've seen them, right? Yeah. Did you get the like big Eddie Marionette coming out on stage and like doing battle? No Marionette this time. Really? Yeah. There was no giant Eddie. And I was a little disappointed just for Xavier. Cause it was his first concert and he hadn't, you know, obviously. Yeah. So you hope for like that big theatrical show, but there was still like some fireworks on the stage near the end of the show. And they had a guy come out like dressed as Eddie, but there was no uh, big marionette. I was kind of surprised by that. But I get, they're getting older too, and you know. But it's just strange. I was like, "Oh shit, okay." Still a, a fucking huh. epic show. Don't get me wrong. The opener was really fun too. It was Who like opened. Ah oh, fuck, I don't even remember their name to be honest. But they uh, they're like a metal band, obviously, like not quite as popular. And they start singing, um, "I Want to Dance with Somebody" by Whitney Houston, but in a like jovial, happy way, not in a metal way. And then they stopped the song like. 30 seconds in and we're like we're just fucking with you we're not singing Whitney Houston that's a fucking metal song they start doing their thing but I was like I like that song that was a good song why are you stopping you guys sounded fucking awesome singing Whitney Houston holy shit (laughs) it was one of the best shticks I've ever seen performed at a concert because you're just like what is happening right now I know that song that's a good fucking song there it was a good move that's fucking funny yeah it was a good move by a metal band i i really appreciated that one xavier knew them too like he was a fan of them so it made it it was good i fucking like that nice yeah i wouldn't well, uh as, I'll as, long keep... as, he, as long as he had a good time right oh for sure yeah it was the time of his life for, for sure that was fun yeah. so switching complete topics away from our travel stories we've been going almost for an hour about this i just want to quickly tell you about something that every person in life may or may not have to deal with at some point. But we made this like really big Mac and cheese the other day, like homemade Mac and cheese. And my responsibility was to grade the cheese. So we had a bunch of different varieties. This one cheese. It was... Did you give it a B or what? What do you mean? Well, you had to grade it. So ah, that was really good. I really appreciate that. That was a good one. I went over my head completely at first. <laughs> But anyways, so I'm grading away. They, we get this like really fucking hard cheese, like really hard. I'm fucking grinding on the grade. My hand slips a little and I graded my fucking thumb, like clean fucking took a sheer clean grade off my thumb. I haven't done that since I was a kid. I, I'm a really good cheese grader. You know, it's one of my fucking sticks when I'm helping in the kitchen. Holy motherfucker. You're just like, oh, what have I done? I don't know if you've experienced that, but Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. Huh? That's a good one too. That sucks. I don't recommend doing that to yourself. No, that's like any kitchen fucking. I don't think I've ever graded myself. To no, it was a good one. I haven't like if I have it, it's when I was a kid. But it's like a yeah, it was a good one. I was like, oh motherfucker, what have I done? But yeah, that fucking sucks though. Yeah, was it good? Was there a piece of Sean in the fucking mac and cheese? Yeah, no one complained though. It was nice. <laughs> no, it was flapping. So. <laughs> It happened so quick and it was hard cheese. So I was just like, oh, and pull off. And yeah. And then I ripped that chunk off and put a bandard on it. And I was like, maybe I should have let that chunk hesitate there for a bit. I kind of regret ripping that off. 
decisions we yeah. make as a lifer sometimes you just you know yeah. bob and weave well, you see something fucking gangling you gotta fucking take it off yeah um are you caught up on lower deck i am 100 percent caught up yes how are you enjoying can, this season i am can we just fucking stop with the peanut hamper <laughs> that was story well, like i like i i do I, but too. i like that it resolved yeah it i resolved. do too it's funny though you're just like jesus christ like the last one with the ha- peanut hamper when they was making out with the bird and shit in the previous season you're just like what the fuck is going on but no they're funny they're fun episodes i love the cast the characters the development the just the perspectives to like the struggles that mariner's going through of like being accepted now like having a place yeah. but still not being okay with that place and like that's a really good microchasm of what a lot of people go through when they've had a lot of trauma in their lives and then they get to a happy place they then start to look mm-hmm. for that trauma because they aren't used to being in a happy place so there's a larger story being told mm-hmm. underneath the joke jovial comedy as well which i appreciate so you can view it from yeah. different levels and different perspectives like i could watch it with uh, one of my nephews and they would appreciate it and see a different color or shade of it than other you know generations can and that's yeah. a really important thing to have in a show yeah it is pretty like i, I it's hitting on a lot of marks and it's not just comedy it's not like just like a dumb cartoon it, there's like no so many different factors to it um very I good really like the writing. fact that they brought um they brought back um what's his name rom and yeah i was and Lita, i was surprised by that yeah when they brought them it was kind of sad though too right because the actor who played ron is dead yeah so you're getting a different voice but he did a good job of trying to make it feel like rom still you know what i mean i I didn't i appreciate it It was a nice ode to rom yes it was and there was a lot of there was a lot of good stuff there and i i appreciated a, a lot of it so i thought i thought there were some pretty good episodes um i haven't I haven't been disappointed by this show no. since its inception. Like I'm, it's I'm waiting one for of the a bad one, and it just keeps getting, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's fucking hilarious, and I hope it kind of lasts like till we get Captain Fucking Boimler. Pretty much, I love how Boimler got sucked into the fucking Ferengi. Uh, uh, what's the word? Soap opera. And it's like that can yeah. happen when you get into a cycle of show like that. Even though you have a lot to do and a huge plan, you like just said it's like it says something to the world we're living in now of the Netflix binge or the like any streaming service binge where you get into a show and you just can't put it down and no, like I've never seen that addressed too much yet on television. Like, you know, they joke about Netflix and chill and all these things, but like to have that, like to show that the way Boimler got sucked in, I, I was like, that's fucking awesome. Cause that does happen to people a lot in real life. Yeah. Um, it fucking does and like it's like when everyone got into breaking bad and yeah all of that shit right oh for sure right and it's just it's stranger things like it just sucks you in but like even worse is when you get sucked into like young and the restless or days of our lives you know some one of those shows like you're sick as a kid or something and you get it i don't know how it happens exactly but it, it happens i also like that we get like a good insight into Fregonar, which was something you don't get to really see except for like one or two episodes of ds9 it's great as well to have um the ability to draw a cartoon 
as opposed to painting a whole world. Like, as we know in DS9, the same homeworld picture was shown for, like, Bajor, Cardassia. <laughs> Basically, any planet they had to show, they were just show like, you can't afford a budget to paint a whole world. Whereas in a cartoon, you can draw whatever the fuck you want, you know? Mm-hmm. It's fucking... It's just awesome how like, you can just do all this stuff. And they seem to be having fun with all the Star Trek lore inside of it. And I'm all for it. For sure. Speaking of Star Trek cartoons, did you hear Prodigy got picked up by Netflix, apparently? Yeah, I, I heard that. I'm pretty fucking stoked. And that's just the fucking fans stepping up because um, it was a travesty that it got canceled. Yeah. I, I don't think that Paramount Plus knew what they had. No, was it was it even Paramount Plus? Was it uh, or was it like strictly on like Nickelodeon? It might have just been Nickelodeon. It's so confusing with the new like Star Trek worlds, right? Because you assume it's all through the same fucking company, but apparently it's not. I did, I had no idea that there was even a possibility of Netflix picking it up. I thought it was just like Paramount closed the door on the project and that's that. But I was like, oh shit! I, I think you can you can buy rights because it happened before. Like, yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine was on Fox, and then it was on. Um, I just didn't expect that though for a big franchise like Star Trek to just you know I I see with like sitcoms and stuff like that you know it's just a one and done but with a huge franchise you're just like oh that's fucking weird but I'm in yeah. I'm in for it which is great because that story is like not finished yet yeah no it's awesome it's a good world to be alive yeah. in where you can not lose a show and they'll bring it back Netflix pisses a lot of people off by canceling shows so it's nice that they're bringing some back from the dead as well yeah if only um if only firefly lived in that era right angel firefly was a fucking dope show angel yeah. getting picked well, up by netflix wasn't wasn't angels mostly kind of uh what's his name's fault whedon um yeah yeah because i because like when dollhouse got canceled and I think he had another show that got canceled, and he was just up to his fucking ears in it with Fox. That's what caused the fucking weekend. everything to fall out. So right? he just went. So he just went like, "You tell me fucking now if we're canceled or not." And yeah. they're like, "Well, we can't do that. Like, you can just do this season, and we'll talk at the end." Like, tell me fucking now if we have another season. Yeah. And they were like, "Well, if you're gonna be like this." No. Yeah, pretty much. Now, looking back in hindsight with all the shit that's come out about him a little bit, it's like, okay, maybe he pushed a little too hard with all of those shows, and that's why they all got canceled. <laughs> Hindsight's yeah. always twenty twenty yeah. and those even, kind of even things. Firefly was, even Firefly was Joss Whedon. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, right? Yeah, that's what it is. Firefly, Dollhouse, all got canceled, and then, yeah. and then that's what led to the Angel being... Yeah, it was, I think they were just done working with him now and looking at it is what it is at least we uh on a positive light we get that prodigy back so that's cool i'll take another season of that shit why not yeah did you watch loki yet no no fired back up i haven't watched i haven't watched loki yet i haven't watched ahsoka yet yeah i haven't watched that either for 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 ahsoka i want to make sure i understand everything yeah i feel like that's one of those shows that watching clone wars and watching star wars rebels it's kind of essential to watching and understanding ahsoka because a lot of those characters come from those shows right yeah i didn't know that uh, what about andor so, did you ever watch andor 
I watched Endor and I thought that was amazing. Really? It I heard mixed reviews about perfect it. In- I, I thought it was great. It was perfect insight to what goes into starting a rebellion against the all-powerful empire, the, the sneaking around, the sacrifices, the good and bad. Yeah. Like, there are a, a huge fucking negatives to starting a rebellion. <clears throat> like, creating a thing to unite people. So, like, sacrificing a people to unite them, like, is at play. Like, the amount of, like, the political side of everything. Like, all of the shit that goes into creating a rebellion against an oppressive society. You get really good insights into what had to happen Interesting. to create the rebellion. <clears throat> because if you think about it, like the the rebellion that we saw in the first three Star Wars movies, like they had an a fleet of people. Yeah. Like they had starships, they had soldiers. They so had is it a prequel? People. So it's a prequel to like where does it land in the storyline? It lands after Revenge of the, I think, a ways after Revenge of the Sith. I think it's, have you seen, um, what's it called? Uh, Star Wars, what was it? Fuck, what was it called? Rogue One? Yeah, yeah. Rogue One. Yeah. It's like years before Rogue One. Okay. So leading up to Rogue One, basically. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I wasn't so, sure where it landed. I thought it was after everything, so that makes it interesting to know that it's in the middle of the story well, as well. Well, Rogue One has Andor, Andor in it, and Andor dies in Rogue One. Okay. That makes sense now. Now that I put that all together, yeah. it's been a while. Did you not see I it? Get lo- I have. I get lost. I saw it in the theater. I get lost. I haven't watched it since then, but I get lost in all of the lore. There's a lot of it, and yeah. if you're not up on up on it, but yeah, fair enough. So, so that's what I liked about Andor is a lot of fucking insights. But like, so now I've been kind of been, I'm trying to get through uh, Clone Wars. I'm on season four of that now. One and two or seasons one and two are campy as shit. Like, like they started off being for kids, but then yeah. all of a sudden season three happens, and they're like, oh no, we're gonna take this fucking seriously. So it's awesome. So you get insights into more Anakin Skywalker and then like how how where he stands in like as a Jedi, but at the same time like just tastes of the dark side and all of this huh. stuff. And then you get more insight to where Ahsoka Tano comes from and all of this stuff. Because she was Anakin Skywalker's Padawan learner. And like you get more insights to what makes a Jedi. Huh. So as of Revenge of the Sith, Anakin Skywalker is not uh, Obi-Wan's Padawan anymore. Like, And that was just like never clear. Yeah. He was at the end of Clone Wars, but be in, in between those two movies, he's a full-fledged Jedi Knight. He's just been on missions with Obi-Wan Kenobi because they have the rapport of Master and Padawan. Right. So, but at that point, Obi-Wan Kenobi's the rank of Master. And then Anakin Skywalker is just a Jedi Knight. At no point in those movies was that abundantly fucking clear. Yeah. It wasn't. It was never. Yeah, that's kind of cool that they add so, more depth to the story like that. So so that's what I like. And then you get added to these other characters. Like the Huts are a little bit more involved. You get good backstory on Boba Fett. Um, how many seasons is there, Tom? Seven, seven of Clone Wars. And how many episodes? I think there's roughly 20. Holy fuck, that's a lot of I, watching. I, I think they I think they get 
less and less as the seasons go on. Yeah, that happens. But then, but then you get into like if you get into Rebels, then you get more insight into Vader, which is something I've been kicking into. So I just picked up this like really big fucking novel. It's three books in one. So one's um like takes place like just before Revenge of the Sith and all this stuff, and it's like getting all this insight. Like it reads like a Star Wars movie, and I fucking love it. Obi Wan Kenobi, all like. It's like right before Revenge of the Sith. Hmm. The second one's Revenge of the Sith. There's like the novelization, but I can't wait to read that to see like, because when you have a book, nothing's cut in the book, really. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's where you can put in a little extra detail that doesn't make it on the screen. For sure. Movies are edited for time all the fuck. Oh, of course. So, so like, and that, but then there's a a third book that takes place like in the first couple years of him being Vader, like in the suit and i i think we were talking about this before like i've been fascinated with vader of like what's going on in his mindset and all that stuff was he just was he manipulated or was he trying and like i saw this thing online where perhaps vader was trying to manipulate the emperor and there was like a thing in like the first phantom like the first movie of phantom menace where they, they say a thing that there's only there's only ever two siths a master and an apprentice. Yeah. It's because, and you find out why, it's because usually one ends up killing the fucking other. Right. That's that's why, because they, it's a fight. It's a power one. struggle always, yeah. It, it's a, yeah, that's what it is with the dark side. It, it is, it is a, a selfish route, and you want the, you want to be the most powerful. Yeah. And how do you become the mis- most powerful? Is by eliminating your fucking competition. It's kind of like a Klingon starship. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, that's why there's only ever two Sith. But then you, like... And now I'm just trying to understand the other shit because now you have all this lore and all this other stuff. And you have all these other guys with red lightsabers. And, like, but are they Sith? Or, do like, are they... Like, I don't know where... I just I want to understand it better. Yeah, that's cool. When they there is a big world, right? It's insane the amount of Star Wars that has existed through the cartoons as well, right? Yeah. So, like, one of my big issues with um, Obi Wan was like, there was that chick with the red lightsaber working for Vader. Is she a fucking Sith Lord or like not a Sith Lord, but is she a Sith Padawan? Like, what is she and why does she have a red like? Like, all of the stuff. And you find out, like, she was a Jedi who was portrayed and all of the stuff. And then she ventured into the dark side. But, like, like, but then if the, the rule is, like, there's only ever two, well, the fucking two that are there, supposed to be are the Emperor and Vader. But now there's a whole fucking bunch of them. Yeah. Why? So, like, I'm just, so I'm trying to understand. And then, like, get the introduction of Cad Bane, who's that bounty hunter from Boba Fett, who looks like a fucking blue cowboy. Like, so my I find that what my where I've been upset with Star Wars was my lack of understanding. But my lack of understanding is coming from not putting in the work with all of this stuff. Like they've they've done the work. They there's these shows exist for a reason. Yeah, right? Clone Wars exists for a fucking reason. Rebels exists for a reason. And I like when I first saw the first two seasons. Yeah, they were like campy kid shows. They really were. But as they go on, they got better. And that's when my feeling once I fucking leaned into it. Once I leaned into season three, holy shit. Yeah. And then you see, like, 
the empire the, the emperor's actual fucking plan at like vey like how he was playing both sides of everybody to do what he was doing during this fucking war against now like the jedis were on the republic like technically on the empire side before they were the empire fighting what would have been the rebels but then the rebels are being ruled by count dooku and it's fucking amazing like now you see what the big picture and the planning that went in and how brilliant Palp- palpatine actually was and i love it huh interesting so so like as as hard as the first two seasons are and there's a, like a, clo- a clone wars movie yeah which is where you got if you're gonna do that what i'm doing Start with that because that's your introduction to Ahsoka Tano. They explain that this is Anakin. Now that uh, Anakin's a Jedi Knight, he has the responsibility of taking on a Padawan. Here's his Padawan, Ahsoka Tano, and then boom, now you get into it. And now, like the Clone Wars actually started. And to be fair, the, the like the actual war is impressive because it's not just on the front. Like this is not like a world war where it took place on like certain areas. This is an intergalactic war. This has taken place on multiple planets uh, throughout the fucking galaxy. So there are times when the armies need to go to different fucking planets to stop political coup- coups and all of this stuff from happening. And it's it's absolutely brilliant now that I'm leaning into huh, it. Sounds interesting. So I, I'll tell so like if you're looking to get more into like your your more your Star Wars stuff this is actually excellent. Huh. And that's why I haven't watched Ahsoka Tano yet. Not ready for I'm it. Looking yeah. At, yeah, I'm not, I'm not ready for it. I don't I don't want to be confused by it. Yeah. I know who she like when she showed up in uh, You want the like it's like all Mando. the throwbacks that we get when we watch certain shows like that have had pre- predecessors. It's like you want all those throwbacks to make sense, right? Yes, I want to understand. I want yeah. to I want to get it all, and I want to like I, I want to enjoy it. Yeah, that's to be cool. honest, like that, that's what it's really coming to. I want to enjoy it, and I know if I don't have the knowledge that I need to go into it, I won't enjoy it. And that to me is me not putting in the time I need to do that. Because then that's my other thing with like critical thinkers. Like you got people that will probably just watch Ahsoka Tano and be like, "I was confused. I was this the whole time." And like, yeah, of course you were. Did you watch this other shit? Yeah. No. Okay. Well, fuckface. Yeah, I've seen very mixed reviews you? about it. It's funny. Like someone asked, I saw one of those posts where it was like, uh, you pick three defenders and the other six are trying to kill you out of nine kind of thing. And a lot of people had Ashoka on the top of their list as someone they'd want on their side. And a lot of people were the opposite and like hated it and didn't understand it, but it's because it all depends on how deep you are into the storyline. If you don't understand yeah. half her, of a character, then fuck. Yeah. And her, and her story arcs, unbelievable. Like I, I don't, I don't know why yet, but, and someone spoiled this for me. And if you want, I'll spoil sure. it for you unless you stop. Me no, right out now. with it. She leaves the Jedi Order. Like, she goes, fuck this. The Jedi are wrong, or whatever, like, whatever it is. Yeah. She chooses to leave the Jedi Order. Which I think, like, what we were trying to get through with all these movies is that, like, what I was hoping that we would get to is that both sides of the coin, like, 
life and, and i think that's what we were trying to get at is that life is gray like there's a gray area in everything oh yeah there is no black and white no there is no you're hundred percent no, right and hundred yeah, percent wrong doesn't necessarily exist yeah so it's just either you either do the hundred percent light or the hundred percent dark like i understand that like, the jedi have a code of conduct and they have a code of honor and then yeah but you know what they were fucking wrong for a lot of it and yeah. the book i'm reading gave me like insight into general grievous you understand where he comes from because like if you just watch revenge of the sith watch the three prequels first two movies grievous isn't in the first two movies yeah at all and then he shows up in fucking revenge of the sith and we're just like uh-huh that's a fucking character that's here now. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's no proper introduction to him. It was the, that's what like a lot of people up. felt was the problem too. It just it all came at at us so quickly without the backstories of a lot of shit too, right? Which helped to ruin those movies for yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. So, what I'm liking about the Clone Wars is that there's is that there's backstory, like character. I got my backstory yeah. to. Yeah, there's character development, there's backstory, there's there's reasons, there's there's insights, and you get to know what's actually going on in this fucking war. Right? So this like so that's really fucking dope. Interesting. So I do think Clone Wars and Rebels, I think there's gonna be worth the worth the time. Especially when you're gonna get into Ahsoka Tano. I don't know I don't know anything about Ahsoka Tano. I don't know where it lands in the timeline, and I'm I know that Anakin Skywalker shows up. I know that C-3PO shows up, but I just, like, I know nothing. Yeah, it'll be an interesting uh, road to discover eventually. And I'm I'm keeping it that way till I can. But a show that I got into that's new that I honestly think is brilliant and is perfect for spooky season. Dude, the new Goosebumps. Yeah, I saw that. I was wondering if it was good. The new goosebumps, the goosebumps with uh, Justin Long. Yeah, first five episodes, incredible. Huh? I think it's, I think it's great. It's a little bit predictable. Yeah. Right, but I think like it's taking all the goosebumps stories and then putting it into one kind of linear thing. Interesting. So it's it's fucking sweet. Like I I, I like it. Um, I hope it creates a way of doing more. Like, uh, did you read it, Goosebumps like I'm as a sure kid? Have, I tried to. Yeah. I wasn't a reader as a kid. My Fair mom, enough. bless her heart, sweetest fucking woman, she bought me a whole bunch of them. I was I like, try. I was literally trying. You know, like ninety nine Fear but Street, I, the R.L. Stein ones that were a little bit older audience directed towards. That was where I was at when mm. Goosebumps kind of came out. I was reading the more like targeted more to like a older teen audience those Those were the ones i got into so i never read any of the goosebumps did you read those did you see those movies though the fear street movies uh one of them so far out of three and it was good i I thought that i thought those all three of them yeah i've been meaning to get to it this is the perfect time of year to do it for sure too i also gotta watch that house on haunted hill tv show i have never seen that and i heard it's fucking great it, the the I like the first three movies. I thought they were excellent, and the fact that they use all the same actors throughout everything. Yeah, that's cool. Was on, yeah, um, yeah. It makes you kind of think about R.L. Stein about how like, like, 
how underrated he kind of was. Yeah. Like, I know that he's, like, probably an all-time... Like, even the first Goosebumps movie with Jack Black was all right. But, uh... It was a, there was a an era there, a time, and, you know, when it was the shit. Yeah. But I gotta say, this new Goosebumps show is really good. I also watched the new Haunted Mansion movie. Good. I loved it. Yeah. Um, that's Eddie yeah, Murphy, I, am I wrong? No, no, no. That's the old Haunted Man. Oh, okay, okay. The other Haunted Man. There's a brand new one. I came out this year with Rosario Dawson, Owen Wilson, uh, Lakeith. Uh, what's his last name? Lakeith. He's in quite a few things now. He was in... Um, Lots of good names anyways, I, yeah. I, yeah, there's a lot of big names. Danny DeVito, Jamie Lee Curtis. Like, there's a there's a there's a good there's a good cast in there. Nice. That's worth that's worth your time too. Yeah, sounds good. Because they change, and what I like about this haunted mansion is that the story is different from the previous haunted mansion. That's kind of cool. So it's just a different haunted house story, which is fucking dope. I was was really worried that we we're just going to get the same movie twice. Yeah, but no, it is a completely. That's different nice movie when they do that. Awesome. Give like, you a, a new story, it's, right? It's, it's a fun ride. Like I wasn't like scared or anything like that. Like it, it's, I guess it's for kids in yeah. that sense. But as like an adult, like that was, it was a fun. Well, because it's still a good story, obviously, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to talk to you about this thing. Have you heard that we we have to register our podcast with the Canadian government? No. So I can't remember what the bill's called, but they're trying to pass a bill where podcasts will have to register with governments and it's all about this um it's like the censorship the news thing yeah 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 and it has all all this fucking stuff what the fuck this is a fun thing we do and if (laughs) it's gonna call like like we don't make any fucking money on it and why the fuck is government getting involved it's bizarre yeah already like when it comes to the show, you and I are in the negatives. We haven't made no, a dime on not it. not a cent. We are definitely in the negatives, yeah. Like, we pay for our streaming services, and we paid for our equipment. We pay for the rights all this initially, shit. all, like, the yeah. initial expenses, yeah. 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 So, like, right now, we're in the fucking negatives. And, like, but now the Canadian government... I'm not shocked, get, though. They're like, we can make money like, on everyone. But, yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. But, like, my big fear now is, like, well, like, aren't we kind of slipping gradually closer and closer to a dictatorship? Well, like, we're there, bro. Like, what happens when I say a thing? Like, if I called the liberals a whole bunch of dumb cunts. Yeah. Or I call the conservatives a whole bunch of dumb cunts. Yeah. Or the NDP a whole bunch of dumb cunts. And we get fined for that. Yeah, that'd be fucked. What the fuck? Yeah, then it's like, okay, and, well. And I, looked, and I looked into it. We don't have freedom of speech in Canada. Oh, no, not at all. We have freedom of expression. Yeah. Which They're... is very different. Very different. So I don't have the right to call anyone a fucking idiot. No. I can't express myself. No, you can be. It like, can be considered a hate crime in in a sense if they want to skew it that way. Yeah, 
it's fucking like and now that like like that kind of frightens me with the way that and it's kind of like and it's weird that like and i've talked about this before i know nothing politically no and you have to be doing something really fucked up for me to fucking pay attention for sure this is fucked up. Yeah, it is fucked up. Comedians are like the... Uh, it sucks when a comedian has to be on the cutting edge of what is allowed in a society. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you can't say this, you can't say that. And you hear like comedians in the US going through the same shit too, where they're like, fuck you, I'm saying shit that's funny. I'm going to say whatever fuck I want to say. And now they're having to watch everything they say, go back and apologize for shit. That, it's a weird time. It, it The bubble's going to burst eventually, and it's going to go back to fucking being the Wild West again. And then it'll, it goes in cycles in different eras. It seems like every decade there's a new group of people. Like They're going to put constraints on people, put laws on people, put you can't say this, you can't say that. And then the bubble's going to burst, and everyone's going to be like, fuck it, we're tired of watching what we say, and everyone's just going to blow up again. And it, it goes through cycles and waves but yeah it is a weird thought that you and me could get a letter in the mail being like you've been fined eighty five hundred dollars (laughs) for like what for just for like speaking our mind and like not agreeing with something like i'm even worried about speaking ill of this fucking bill like i don't know if it's i don't think it's passed yet yeah no i just want to say like in a in a nice peaceful calm happy manner fuck all politicians and fuck all their bullshit because it's fucking horseshit well, like when you stop being about the people, that's my issue, right? You're not being about the people. You're being about a small, loud group of people. Yeah. And I I don't understand like when people get their fucking feelings hurt. I don't understand. No, and it, like I said, We've it's not going to last. A society where level of fucking integrity and hard work and all of this shit, like just all of this stuff, just stop fucking meaning things. Yeah. And it's just like, I didn't like that because it made me feel bad about me. It's weird. Yeah, it's a weird world, buddy. As we get older, we'll bob and weave, as we always do. But it's just fucking weird. We need to start making money, I guess. If you'd like to send donations to Two Sides of the Story. (laughs) No, but I even look at it like in in my occupation, right? There was a time where to be employed by my company, it took... Knowing somebody, having a stellar resume, like you needed, like you, it was like an exclusive fucking a pedigree to work yeah. for, like, and and you had to like work hard. You had to do all this stuff. Now I see a lot of the fucking people that work there who can't fucking do the job, but feel like they're entitled to shit. It's scary, and it's, and that's the world, dude. Like, too right? Like, it's like, and and I, yeah, but like I look at things like doctors or the nhl or you know like stuff like anything that's like really considered professional you get held to such a high fucking standard for now and if you can't you can't get held to no there's never going to be a time when the nhl will go well we have to include everybody no you are you are you wait and see buddy to the fucking no the second they get rid of hitting it's fucking open you and i can it's gonna be like the ice hockey on normal nintendo one fat guy one thin guy one tall guy (laughs) it's fucking it's fucking ridiculous like and i we don't hold people to a fucking standard anymore no like it's scary buddy it's a complete breakdown of of our society it is what it is what it is it's happening slowly but it can still correct itself but i i see what you're saying too it's kind of fucked up and it's like everywhere. Like there is no one 
that's held fucking accountable anywhere anymore and it fucking sucks like my buddy Addy had a long time employee long time employee and he's gearing up for his winter season just quit on him no notice no fucking nothing yeah. just fucking quit on him to go pursue another career you worked for this guy for fucking years like I understand changing careers that's fine by all means yeah have you want to go in a different route everyone has the right to that but show him enough fucking respect who helped pay your bills. Yeah, you gave your life, right? For years. That's the thing. When, when I left my yeah. company, I gave them, like, I had a talk. I had a long conversation with them. And I gave them a very fair amount of notice so that they could prepare yeah. and I could train the repla- replacement out of respect because they built my life. You know what I mean? And yeah. so I get what you're saying for sure. But it is. It's a, a throw-it-away society we live in right now where you don't owe anybody anything. And there's no – and that sucks, right? There's no consequence for yeah. that, yeah. but there's consequence for other things that should have no consequence. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. 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 All we can do though, is try to like represent and be the world that we want to live in. You know what I mean? And hope that that falls in a good place from our perspective, you know, don't do the same things. Don't live that way yourself. Yeah. Right. But it's hard. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just, the world we live in today is just... It's a scary throwaway society, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But this has been a long episode. Yeah, lots of catching up to do, Jesus. And I think we should... Yeah, but uh, I'm sure we'll do it again soon. You know it! So I, so I think we'll wrap this one up here. Sounds good, boss. And I'll go... Uh, that's been Two Sides of the Story this week. I'm Tom Sides, and this has been One Side of the Story. And I'm Sean Sides, and this has been One Sides of the Story. Have a great week, everybody. Have a good week. Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. With Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.